This is Jeff Billard, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Saga of the European King. Chapter 17. The inside of this dugong is unpleasant and wet. Like a lot of people, Colonel Glowfist had known the king since they were children. It paid to have known the king for so long, and he was currently one of the most powerful people in Europe. He was not only figuratively powerful, but literally powerful too. He'd gone to magic public school to learn magic, and had then been inducted into the very exclusive Order of the Arc Magi. He was so powerful that he had made himself horrendously obese by accident and couldn't change himself back. He'd also managed to find himself inside a gigantic dugong. How had he done that? So he did what he had done every morning for the past year. He lit a Brito spell and took out a roll of parchment from the waterproof bag that he'd made. He then cursed how damp everything had become in the night, dipped his quill in dugong blood, and wrote his log. D400 ships the wreck. Despite my dreams, I remain alive. Today I shall make a good fist of my endurance and continue my search of the distal ilium. I may also try and sew a new bag out of the strips of villi that I scavenged yesterday. I fear for my charge, the young prince. Though he stands by me as my loyal ward and apprentice, yes. Good morning, prince. Did you sleep well? That's to be expected. Will we go home today? Yes, yes, today's the day that we go home. I don't want to live inside the dugong anymore. Today's the day, Prince, today's the day. Come now, morning ablution. Is it morning? <laughs> Who could say? Colonel Glowfist washed his face in slime, tried a rep, brushed his teeth with a clump of microvilli on the end of a splinter of bone, and cast an in media rezo spell to get the prince's spirits up. They flashed back to a happier day. A day when they did not live inside of a gigantic dugong, when the colonel knew the sweet touch of Queen Mab, who tolerated him dearly. They passed their days in languorous bliss around the Castile Van Laken, attending to minor affairs of state, as they waited for the king to return. The sun shone on real mornings, the summer days were endless, and people came to visit. Phew! Well, can't lay around in bed all day? Well, we can. I mean, I can make this bed as big as the city, and we could roll about as we attend to the paperwork. No, literally. Your license to kick ass is going to expire for the day and I want you out of here before you get all fat and suffer a heart attack and die. Say what you really feel, why don't you? Fine. Oh, Fine, I'm out of here since that's what you want. You can come back when you snap back into shape. (sighs) Socks. Glowfist. Glowfist. What? Come here. Send that sexy page in when you're on the way out. Oh, don't look at me like that. I just want to check the headlines. Check the headline. You want to check into a... Oh. 
see me mum. Well, what's the score? Oh, oh, well, um, Axe, Axe Wound has still not returned. Well, there's a big surprise. Do we not have any better trackers? The Axe Wounds are eclipsed only by Ibrahim the Mantis, but he does not want to be found. Smashing. Fantastic. Anything else? Um, uh, well, uh, there's a visitor and, and, uh... Sally has her Necroninja clan around for a training session. Necroninjas. Oh, God. Are they in the house? Yes. All right, fair enough. Just shut the doors. We'll hope for the best. Uh, what else? What's going on? What aren't you telling me? Uh, well, uh, uh, Open uh, your trap and spit it out. Terrathor's on his way. Terrathor? What an honour. Is he rampaging? Uh, he is, Mum. <sighs> Glowfist! What? Have you gotten fat, suffered a heart attack and died yet? Not yet. Good. Can you nip out and kill Terrathor before you do? Give it a try. Sorted. You see that? Exploit your lovers. That's how it's done. Uh, speaking of which... Oh dear. Looks like I dropped something. You'd better pick it up. Uh, yes. All right. No, no. Stay down there. Uh, Yes, yes, of course. I've got all day. Sally Minefield was another person who had known the king since they were children. Her fortunes since then had been a mixed bag. She hadn't been sent to magic public school to learn magic, like Colonel Glowfist. She had been put into thieving grammar school to learn thieving. She joined the King's Adventure Team, but it turned out they didn't actually need that much thieving done. Whenever stealth was called for, the King preferred to have Colonel Blowfist blow everything up instead. Sally languished at the bottom of the roster, dying frequently. Whilst she never rose to become a great thief, the dying did force her into an entirely different skill set. She now enjoyed a purpose and a social group outside of the King's. She was currently training hard with the elite squad of mystic, deadly assassins that she joined. You see, my reading on Helen was that she was powerless to escape the male war economy that requires her presence to give meaning to its conflicts. And so she translates her desire for her old life into a death wish that expresses both culturally induced masochism and the intensity of her resistance to her own entanglement in the warrior's plot. You know, in fact, one could think of Helen as like... As a victim. Yeah, as like a, a sleeping beauty whom Archer declines to awaken because he's too attached. Yes, yes, they're they're related to jellyfish, uh, but often form a sort of colony organism. Mm, These ones live in the upper atmosphere. Yeah, that's kind of bottom of the barrel, isn't it? I thought I told you to carry in fear! You've just crashed the dojo full of the deadliest necro ninja in the world, right in the middle of a training session. You became a Necro Ninja. Yeah, I dual class, just like you said I should. It's really working out well so far. Ah, oh, well, that's great. That's, that's, that's good. That's, yeah. Is, is the king home? <laughs> <laughs> Girlfriend!
right now. Do right. I'm here. I'm here now. Aha! So the puny wizardling shares his place. Ah. And you brought your pathetic little sidekick along with you, too. Here to kill you with magic, Terrathor. Oh, it's too cute. Now, remember what we talked about, Prince? Fire spell. Remember the, the fire road spell? You did the fire spell yesterday, didn't you, Prince? A uh, little more, Prince. Wait, there. wait, hang on, hang on. Mm. Well, uh... Not even you can stand against the might of my Hydra Salamander! Oh, come on! Oh, sorry, Terrathor, didn't mean to toss all your sponges out the bar. <laughs> they, they, weren't, they weren't sponges, they were Hydra Salamander. Pretty sure those were sponges. Come on, Prince, do the spell. Do the spell and I can kill him. I can't! Come back, Prince. Well, the king appreciated the brilliance of seducing the Hydrozoa man. How exactly do you seduce a sponge? No, they're not. Terrifor, the king's not here. Go away. I thought maybe he'd be back by now. He's he's not. Sorry. But I went to all this effort. <laughs> oh, no, what's happening? Oh. Did you really, though? Oh, Are jellyfish people from the sky a lot ticker. of effort? That's the ticket. That's the old ticket, boy. I've got to go. Sorry. Well, the king's not giving me anything to, to play off of. I know. But Axe is out looking for him. He's got those Celtic tracking instincts of his. And he went with Go Go Gorilla. Uh, I, I, I don't know that. Oh, he's a crime solving ape with springs in his shoes. <laughs> Oh, my snacks! What happened to him? Ah! Oh, why did he get so fat? Oh. I really wish I hadn't seen that. Yeah. I know. It just kind of happens. I mean, he's kind of let himself go, but he's got a license to, uh, uh, to kick ass, and he uses it every day to... Somebody fetch Father Figaro! Maybe I should go hang out somewhere else. Yeah, maybe you should. Uh, Orak man and, and his wretched bull boys. Well, they've been a major nuisance. They, they've been hitting my factories and burning them to the ground. They, they even killed one of my lieutenants. Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that. Which henchman was it? Oh, Sally. I, 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 I don't know, skunky or flea market or something. I honestly lose track. Sally, where's oh, the code? He's over there, Father. His heart's just stopped. You should be fine. But I, I, I spent a lot of time on the hydrozoa, and I, I didn't want to waste it on someone like Orok Man. He's, he's just a, just really, he's just a cheap knockoff. Well, Tara thought... If you ever need a... Now! Oh, it's like a robot double. A robot double, of course. Uh, pass me the head, Jen. It's so fetch. Can you still hear me, Terrathor? Loud and clear, Miss Bansmoose. Well, look, I don't want this to sound mean, but maybe it's time you moved on. You may be right. Maybe it's time I just... Executed my grand plan! Yeah, why not? That'll keep you occupied. Yeah! Something to do. Okay, um, let's explode now. Bye! Oh, bye! <laughs> the situation was complicated and called for a debriefing. Queen Mav poured out a big bowl of Skittles and took court in the Grand Hall with the King's closest advisors and companions, a lot of which had known him since childhood. 
So, Terathor's still kicking. Yeah, sorry, but I think he's ready to move on to other things. Yeah, that's how I always deal with my enemies. I let them get bored and wander off. Look, I killed his robot double and stopped his rampage. What do you want? Hmm. We should go to his house, knock on his door, and kill him. We don't know where he lives. Oh, come on. He wears purple and has a glowing eye. He's not that hard to find. I've got a list here of places he's been seen. He runs an office building in Spain. It's dark Spain. We can't go there. Why not? Well, the king's going to annex it back after we've finished with winter. Look, it says here that Terrathaw also owns and operates a chain of holiday camps. Yeah, we're still pretending those are secret. <laughs> All of his henchmen who don't tend to blend into a crowd are the staff. One of them's a literal skunk person. It's not a secret! Look, we can't go on the offensive against Terrathor. Not without the king. Can you imagine how he'd feel if he came home and we were all, oh, we killed Terrathor, who you've known since childhood, in cold blood? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he'd feel relieved? Father, glad you could make it. Take a seat. Take some Skittles. Uh, I managed to stabilise him before he died this time. Brilliant. You're getting better at that every day. I don't know why he needs his licence to kick ass every day. No, I dare say you don't. Now, everybody's here. I think it's high time we got more proactive, don't you? We can't be sitting on our arses waiting for Terrathaw to show up every two weeks. We're not doing a good job killing Winter at this rate. Yeah, um, we might have to put that one on the back burner for a while. Uh, Queen Mab, I have a question. Shoot. Who put you in charge, exactly? Am I in charge? Well, you're certainly acting like you are. Oh, yeah. Who am I? Only the King's daughter-in-law. Well, not yet you aren't. Oh, right, gotcha. Well, let's put the boy on the throne. Prince! Do you want to run a Europe? No, thank you. Well, the king was in power when he was prince's age. Right, well, in the absence of any willing adults... There's Colonel Glowfish. He's dead for half the day. And why is that? This isn't getting anything done. As it happens, we had a visitor this morning, and while everybody was playing with Terrathaw, I had to listen to what he had to say. Who was it? Chuckwalla? In you come. Oh, no, not him. Oh, you've met, have you? Yes, we can't get rid of that dirty little spy. Father Figaro, I am well bathed. I think he means dirt in a figurative sense, Chuckwalla. I understand. He's been spying on the king since they were children. He's from some dump of a country that we've never even heard of. Chuckwalla, have you been spying on the king recently? I have. That is my job. Chuckwalla knows where the king is. <laughs> he has been captured by the Vikingers. That's impossible. The Vikings left Europe long ago. No, not Vikings. Vikingers. There's no such thing as a Vikinger. You're making it up. You're making up stories, you sprawling little brat. The Vikinger are descendants of the Vikings who displaced our neighbors to the south after a bloody conquest. Where were your neighbors? 3,000 kilometers over the ocean to the west. Right, so we're going to need a big boat. Little Louie, I understand you're the man to speak to when it comes to walloping great vessels of improbable size. <laughs> you're too kind. There's only one boat that I know of that could make such a journey. 
the king kept it docked in Portugal and crowed in case of an emergency stag party. Oh god, the badass bachelor boat. Right, could a party boat sail 3,000 kilometres across the ocean? Oh, this baby is a repeated Viking boat, 7018. It could take a bachelor party with all supplies to the Middle Kingdom and back 16 times. Well, send word to the captain that the adventure team will be boarding his good boat. <laughs> I am the captain, ma'am. Oh, well, that's nice and neat, isn't it? Right then, pack your bags, everybody. You're going to sea. I- I'm sorry. We're going. Well, if you want to, of course. But there's none as capable as you lot in Glowfist, unless you want little Louis here to face the hordes of Viking all by himself. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, she jokes. I don't think we can just leave you here unsupervised. Why not? Well, you're... You're one of the... I... You're not qualified. Oh, really? Hands up here who's run a sovereign nation before. Who's got that on their CV? Well, uh, I ran Portugal until it became known as Tacky Spain. Right, so the tiny hairy man driving the boat could probably do it, or me, you know, who's had a long and prosperous reign over a much more troubled and less wealthy country. I could give it a crack. You know, I already got your army back, or what was left of it, and I sorted out things in Luxembourg, didn't I? Maybe you could let the bird do it again. How's that for an idea? Pinecone! Pinecone! Come here, Pinecone. It's time for you to do another stellar job as custodian. So, Sally Minefield, Father Figaro, Colonel Glowfist, Prince Prince, Chakwala, Pinecone, Gappy the Magic Reindeer, and little Louis, Duke of Portugal, travelled to the legendary shipyards of Portugal, where naval supremacy had leaked into the soil as a result of a battleship spillage centuries earlier. The glittering jewel in Portugal's fleet was the badass bachelor boat, which the King Rescue Team loaded up with their items and supplies. Queen Mav came along to see them off. You know, I'm still not sure about you taking the boy. Well, the king said that he wanted him always to be by Glowfist's side. I need to make him somewhat magic while the time will find the king. Yes, a good dose of adventure is healthy for the boy. While when the king was his age, he was running about getting up to all sorts of mischief. Right, yes. It's nothing to do with uh, not leaving him with me, is it? No! No, you're not worried about me jumping the bones of a six-year-old then. Seven. Well, time to go. Hey, kiddo, come here. Yes? Make sure the fat man does his reps while he's on the boat, won't you? He doesn't do any reps. Time to go. Time to go. Of course, a few weeks into the voyage, the badass bachelor boat and all its crew was eaten by the gigantic dugong that lived in the seas beyond the shallows. Its name was Flapjack. Not that anybody ever asked. Colonel Glowfist fought bravely against the beast, but he'd left his wallet in his other slacks and so had lost his license to kick ass. Then followed more than a year of crawling through Flapjack's digestive tract, searching for his missing slacks. Today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the day. It is. Wait, wait, wait. Couldn't hear that. Just the normal sound. No, it's softer than that. Prince, burn a hole through there, will you? 
Okay. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, I'll do it. Burn! I wanted to do that glow fist. Oh, look at you, you magnificent creature. How did you survive down here? Let me see, let me see. I can't see. It, no, let me lift you up. It's Gabby. We found Gabby. I missed Gabby. He's not a usual reindeer. He's a magic one. Today's the day, Prince. Today's the day of bright, shining morning. <laughs> it was actually night time. And that's the end of chapter 17. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. Music.